Welcome to the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas, and this is the place where Kingdom heirs go to be informed and inspired. So sit back, relax, and flow with me. What's going on, Airflow family? I'm your host, Ricky Thomas. And again, I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of the Airflow podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, Usually, I try to be very scripted, not scripted so much, but I I try to have an agenda, uh, kind of an outline of what I want to talk about. And then there are those moments, there are times, and I've done it in other episodes where I'm led to really talk about something. And today is one of those episodes that I'm led to talk about something. And this is not because, you know, well, I fall, I, I don't have topics to, to discuss or things that have been on, on my heart. I've got plenty of those, uh, but there's sometimes where you just got to be open to hear from God and you should be always open to hear from God. But this is one of those times where I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to even focus on my agenda um, that I have. I want to really talk about what God put on my heart. And, and it, it's interesting because it came from me watching the third episode of Genius. So Netflix has this um, that they're basically hosting the documentary for Kanye West. And it's three episodes broken up over, you know, different timelines of his life. So for those that don't know who Kanye West is, you know, which I don't know a lot of people who probably don't. But if you if you don't know who he is, um, you know, big time, uh, I can't just call him a rapper because he's more than that. Um, But he, you know, is a former presidential candidate, which sounds crazy, fashion designer, just all around creative guy. But he got his start in the music industry as a producer and then became a rapper. And so I'm, where I'm going with this is really just and the title of it is, is of this episode is, you know, no more excuses. We, we I was so inspired by what I saw and a lot of it I knew. But when you see it in the documentary form, getting the, the perspective, not only from himself, Kanye himself, but um, one of his good friends, his name is Cootie. He basically followed him, you know, for the most part of about 20 years. Now, there were gaps in there, uh, and I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't seen it or seen the third episode. But I mean, again, it's a documentary. So if you followed him, you kind of know. But there's things about him, about Kanye that I didn't really understand or didn't know. And a lot of people just see how he how he is in media. And there's different you know stories that come out, obviously, that are um, those stories are catered to draw attention. I think some of it was, you know, Kanye's wanting and some of it was, you know, just because of his his mental health issues that he acknowledges he has, you know, bipolar disease and things like that, but it doesn't take away from the genius of him. And so I I'm using that as kind of a backdrop because what I saw was the introduction of of when Kanye got started. So, you know, kind of rewind it to that first the the first episode that they did which it was again laying the groundwork 
but throughout the whole process, the one thing that I, I really saw that that was kind of not really kind of that was really the inspirational point is he kept speaking about himself in a way that is always confident, always building himself up, always, you know, talking about the things that he's doing and doing it. And, and I mean, it's amazing when you think about it, because, he, you know, even on his first album, College Dropout, and, and I'm a fan of Kanye, um, newer music, not as much to a degree. Um, there are some things I like, but, you know, going back to his first his first CD that he had, you know, College Dropout that he had a song on there called um, Last Call, and he basically was detailing his his process you know his journey up until that point to get that album out and it was interesting because all throughout the 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 episode he was basically always having to pitch himself he was pitching himself to people he was selling himself he believed in himself and he sold himself to you know the the and i say sold himself he sold what he can do beyond just producing beats because he knew he was more than just a producer and when they tried to, they being the, the different record companies, tried to um, sort of put him in a box, he was like, nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing that. You know, he, he was like, I'm a rapper. I'm not a rapper producer or producer rapper. I don't want to be labeled like that. I am a rapper. I, I, I'm trying to be the best. And he's like, when you talk about, you know, some of the greatest that are out there, the Jay-Zs and everybody else, I want to be put in that category, but I can also produce. And people weren't really messing with him like that. And so he just kept speaking it like, I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm that. And, you know, it's kind of that braggadocious style that, you know, most rappers have. But, you know, he was just like, look, this is this is me. You know, I'm gonna keep fighting. And so there was his first video that he did, which was through the wire. And it came about after he had his accident and, you know, jaw was busted in three places, broken in three places or whatever. And there was a party that he was having to launch the video. And he, he said, you know, he, he got up and said, I have spent $30,000 of my own money to make this happen. 30, it might've been more than that, but it was like 30 some thousand. And so understanding what that was and knowing that he took the time to really justify that I believe enough in myself to invest in myself. That to me was big because a lot of people don't even think about that. You know, they always want people to invest in them, invest in, you know, for somebody else to invest in their dreams and they're not willing to invest in themselves. The record company had basically said, you know what, you know, we're, we're, they, they pretty much put him on the shelf for a while. He wasn't a priority. Now they, they were paying him to get beats and everything, but it was like your album, you know, and, and, and it took a lot for him to even get signed to a, to a record deal. No, so that happened. I, I guess they figured, well, he got signed. So, you know, we'll, you know, he he's on the record label. We'll get him out eventually. And Kanye was like, no, he believed enough in himself to keep pushing. And so at the record, at the, um, at the party for the Through the Wire video, you know, he just kept talking about, you know, he had his, his team, the dude that was doing the documentary, Cootie was the one producing a lot of the, had the, all the footage, right? So he, he had this team working on it spent $30,000 of his own money, put the video out, you know, um, I think Dame Dash, who was one of the owners of, of Rockefeller at the time, you know, he came to the party, 
saw the buzz, saw everything going. And he was like, okay, he's for real. But it was the fact that he invested his own money in his own dream. And so I started thinking again, like, how much time do we really invest in ourselves? And 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 so as we talk about excuses, nobody's going to believe in us if we're not going to believe in ourselves. If anybody's ever watched um, Shark Tank, you know, I love Shark Tank. I watch it quite a bit as much as I can. I, I used to watch it all the time, but I love Shark Tank. And I love to see the the thoughts that go into the questions that are asked by um, the the sharks who are basically billionaire, multimillionaire entrepreneurs who are looking to invest in the next big thing. So they expand their portfolio, but they use their their um, their network to help grow new businesses. And one of the questions that they always ask to the entrepreneurs who are coming on the show, they always ask them this one simple question. And it kind of gets missed in a lot of the stuff, but they always ask, how much money have you put in? How much of your own money have you put into this business? And it's, it's basically, how much money have you invested in yourself? How much have you put into this? How much time? And, and sometimes, I mean, they say money, but it always evolves into the time they put in. And you can tell that the sharks really latch on to the ones who have pretty much lived and breathed whatever this idea or business was Uh, to the point where they're like, hey, I quit my job. I was working as an engineer making X amount of money and I quit it to focus on this full time because that's how much I believe in it. And that makes most people be like, man, that's crazy. You quit a job. Why couldn't you do this? That They, they didn't make excuses because a lot of us will say, well, you know, I, I would like to start a business, but I can only put X amount of time into it right now because I got to work. And so the reason why you don't get successful or you're, you're not your business is successful is because, you know, I'm working this nine to five job. Now, I'm not saying that everybody needs to quit, but you work your job. You know, I know I have a family and, and, I, and I, I'm saying this again, as I always preface, preface these uh, episodes. I'm talking to myself here as well. But you think about everybody who wants to be business owners. How much time are you investing? Again, it's not always about money. How much time? How much how much sleep do you not get? How many things are you sacrificing? What's the excuse? What what excuse do you have right now of why? Uh I I I saw something. I don't know if it was on the Kanye West thing or it was just um a video that popped up, but it was uh Sean Puffy Combs which I know he doesn't go by Puff anymore. I think it's like love or something, but whatever. P. Diddy, whatever he is, whatever he calls himself. But he was doing, um, it was just a little video clip. And he was talking about, you know, there's 24 hours in the day. I'm still out here grinding. I'm still hustling. He's not a billionaire yet, but all the businesses, you think about all the money he has, he doesn't, he can sit down and do nothing and be straight. But he he was in the video, you know, being normal P. Diddy, you know, bragging and not, I say bragging, confident, you know, throwing some of that cockiness out there, but just, you know, raw, unfiltered. It was just like, hey, you know, I'm still out here getting it. I'm in the, I'm in the, you know, record studio, in the studio, um, 
still trying to make things happen, still producing, still, you know, listening for listening for talent, still building businesses and still doing all this stuff. He was like, what's the difference between, you know, me and you? It's nothing but drive. We got he, he said we got the same 24 hours. You know, and a lot of the young folks, you know, and, and that's why it's good for us to listen to him. But a lot of them now you hear them talking and they talk about they're getting it from the mud, starting from the dirt. You know, Drake started from the bottom. Every you you hear it, you hear it in all these things. And it's like we and I say we in my age group and, and older, because we have a lot of traditional views on how to make money, how to get paid, how to do these things. And these young folks are coming in with like, look, if I put in the work and focus in this little area, I can make more money than you guys ever seen going to college and doing all this other stuff. And again, I'm not. This isn't a knock on anything, but this is just saying now we are in the age of information. We are in an age of of just quick. We get we get so many things with technology so fast. There's no reason for us not. There's no excuse for us not to be able to reach our dreams. There really isn't. There's no excuse. And so that's why I go back to the Kanye. That's why I go to the Kanye story. I go back to um the shark tank questions how much have you invested in yourself how much time do we take to really promote ourselves everybody's got a business you know i I think about the businesses my wife and i have and i say businesses because there's there's different things that we do or that we're building we're in the process of building and the big thing is we got to learn to be able to invest in ourselves that's that's key. I'm doing a podcast. The goal is to reach people, to inspire people, to live the best, you know, to live their best life possible, right? That that's the air of airflow, right? But there is also another element where I would like to start generating income from this. And so the question becomes, well, what do I do? I've gone online, I've taken classes, um, I've looked at so many different things. So I've done some research. That's how I start the podcast, doing research, figuring out what I needed, you know, thinking through the process. Now, the one thing that I haven't really done, and it's probably the the thing that's stopping me, but that's me. And it's no excuse. That's me, but it's the marketing. I really haven't spent any money marketing. It's my wife and I, you know, we're we're paying for you know, whatever fees we have to pay for the hosting of the platform for, for the podcast platform, you know, um, the website that we have airflowpodcast.com, you know, we're paying for that. But outside of that, you know, it's, it's, you know, everything is on us and I haven't marketed this. I haven't done anything to, in terms of money, put more money into it, but I ha- I am putting money to even get it started. Some of us are not even willing to do that. Now, are there free options to do podcasts or anything? There, there are. You can do a video podcast and just simply have it on YouTube. There's no charge to that. You don't even need a podcasting platform for it. You can just have it hosted on YouTube. You know, there's other ways that you can do it. There's always ways, right? But the goal is understanding that in order for us to get to where we need to get to or for others to really believe in us in a way that they want to invest their time and and capital into us is that we have to position ourselves to be able to invest in ourselves. We have to invest in us. 
Billionaire Flow. Billionaire Flow Apparel Company, you know, as a, as, a, as a clothing company. Again, that was something that God gave me. And, you know, we've had we've had decent, um, decent success, I guess. Um, I, I think we've probably made more than what we've spent, at, uh, you know, on, in terms of managing websites and things like that. Uh, materials and stuff that we use for the for the um, the clothes. But again, it goes back to why isn't it where it needs to be, where I where I envision it to be, the vision that God gave me. And the only excuse I have, well, it's not really an excuse. The only thing that I can say is it's me. I haven't done the marketing part of it. And so I'm sharing this again because I'm being transparent about why I may not be where I want to be. And there's, there's other things I'm working on. I mean, I'm in class right now trying to wrap up, you know, something that's going to be another stream of revenue for myself and my family. So I'm not just sitting idle. I'm working still my normal job. So I have my career, but again, if I want things to be successful, I have to put in time. I have to, whether, whether it's, whether it's going to be reading reaching out to people, this podcast, the success of this podcast is not just solely relying upon me getting on this microphone and talking to you. It's also reaching out to people, setting up interviews like I, I you know, and, and it's, there's things that again, if, if I don't have anybody that's available to interview, I've got to be ready and prepared to get on here to keep my, to keep my weekly cadence going. And I committed to do this every week unless there were things that took place where I couldn't, you know, when, you know, I took some time off for holidays, you know, there was a, you know, the death of the family and there are things that happen where it's like, okay, you know, you take time off TV shows, do it. Everybody does it. That's fine. But I keep going, got to keep going, got to keep things fresh. So that's why I'm taking this time right now just to come from it's really from the heart on this one. This is God. God gave me this and I wanted to to push it out there. And it's not even about, you know, I don't want to make this just a, a spiritual thing, even though it can be. But. You've got to believe in yourself, you've got to have faith in you. What good is faith if you're not going to exercise it? What good is saying that you believe in God, but you don't exercise it? That's why a lot of people don't necessarily um, connect with the church or connect with religion more so, or when people are always, you know, certain people are always trying to, to preach, you know, the gospel of God and Jesus, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then they're, they're continuously pushing that and people don't connect with it. Why? Because there's no fruit in your life. There's no evidence of your faith. I hear you, but I don't see it. And that's the why that's why churches are starting to dwindle because there, there are things that are taking place where people are just like, you know, I, I don't need to go to church to deal with this. I do this at home. I can do my own research. I can I can stream this. There's no reason for me to be face to face at this point. Because there's a bunch of people who are hypocrites who are judging me for the life that I've led or things that I've done. And they're sitting here doing the same thing. Only difference is they may be able to quote a few more scriptures than me. And as somebody who, you know, is a part of a, is a leader in the church, you know, 
how can you fight that? How, how can you, what, what's your excuse, right? What's your excuse to that? What's my excuse to some young, to a, to a young brother who I'm trying to testify, um, trying to, trying to give a testimony to, and, you know, trying to just get them to see the love of Christ. And my life is jacked up. I, I don't have any fruit to show but I'm looking at them or I'm always judging. That's why I've gotten to the place now where I have to pull back and stop judging our youth. Stop looking at them and talking at them, talk to them, find out what it is. You know, I start with my own family, my own kids. Because there, there are times where we have to sit back and I say, we as adults, as, as kind of the older generation, you know, one of the older generations now, um, which is crazy because again, it didn't seem like that far along or that far away or that long ago where we were in the spot of the youth. We were the young people who thought we knew everything. And we always say wisdom, 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 you know, and we thought wisdom came with just years. Wisdom doesn't come with just years. I can learn a lot from somebody who is younger than me, but just has more experience. See, wisdom comes from experience. Just because you've lived X number of years longer than somebody else doesn't necessarily mean that you have more experience. You may have seen some things, but if you're just in a surviving mode and you're not living life, you're not out there trying to figure out things and, you know, take on certain risks to grow. You're not really benefit. You're not really showing anybody anything, but just how to play it safe. And there's a time and place for that. I'm not saying that it, it's it's not. But again, we got to start really looking at what are you there. They're teaching us the new ways. When the pandemic hit. You know, we, we everybody started going to to building businesses, doing things online. Looking at a lot of these things with the metaverse and, and you know, technology and all the stuff that we used to talk about, y'all need to get outside and play. And, and again, I'm not against getting outside. You got to have physical ex, uh, exercise added to it. You've got to have that balance of, you know, mind, body, and spirit. And I hundred percent agree with that, but our generation was more of, you know, Hey, you know, y'all need to get, you know, get out of this, get, get out there to work pandemic hit. And it was like, you couldn't go to work. It was like, well, you got to go to work anyway. And they're like, no, nah, we can do stuff online. We can do it differently. And so many millionaires are being made now. Young. They may not go to college. And, and as I, I, I even told my kids, you know, I am not against college. I want them to go just to have the experience. But at the same time, you know, what is the, I want them to get an experience that's going to benefit them for the rest of their lives. Now, I got experience that benefited me. I made friends that I will have forever. I, I learned a lot. It helped me to grow and mature. Um, so I'm not, I'm not saying that college isn't, shouldn't be a, an option, but college doesn't have to be the, the option for college used to be, you, you go to college so that you can, you know, obviously be educated more, but to get a career, so you can get a career, you know, you go, you get a degree in whatever field, that you want to go into, then you graduate, you, you probably did some internships before, now you're going to go work for the company, and you kind of had a plan. But now things are different. And, and 
people are adapting and having to change, even from the church standpoint. And the reason why a lot of things, a lot of people are failing is because they're they're choosing not to adapt or choosing not to change. And there are some foundational things. And I'm not saying you have to change your moral fiber. I'm not saying that you have to change, you know, some of the things that make you you. But you have to think you have to start thinking differently and figuring out how can I carry over the foundational things that I have that, I, that my my life has been built upon into this new world. So when you hear about churches who are having virtual campuses, who are who are taking and, and leveraging technology to get the word out, using technology to get to the younger generation. And people are like, oh, people just need, you know, some of the older church folks or I say older church or some of the people who are just stuck on tradition are like, no, we got to be in here. We got to hear the church and the choir and we got to get get a message and this. that, And, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with assembling but we have to know that 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 isn't the only way and there are doors that are being opened for us to be able to be for churches to be international through technology and that is really the mindset that we've got to get to stop trying to figure out and fight the differences and start working together to get to a place where we know what we need to do and we leverage our intelligence, we leverage the knowledge we have, we leverage our resources and we build upon some of those foundational things. God is going to be God whether you're here virtually or you're you're in person. But what's the excuse of 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 doing research? What's the excuse of not bringing in consultants to your church? What's the excuse? The money? Well, I mean, you got to invest. God is going to take care of his house. But if he's giving you, if he's giving you knowledge, he's putting people in your path to help you grow. We got to make the choice and say, do we want to do it? Do we want to, if we truly want to do this? So, you know, from, from my perspective, again, it's easy it's easy for somebody to throw an excuse out there because you really just deflect the, I don't want to say the blame, but you're, you're deflecting the, the action that's needed to get to where you got to go. It's easy to put it on somebody else. Nobody wants to give me money for my business. Banks, they don't want to, they don't want to give me, you know, a line of credit. Nobody wants to invest in, in what I'm doing. Nobody's going out there and sharing my my website. You know how many times I've I've gone into Facebook and and different uh, Facebook or Instagram and I've you know shared things about this podcast. And I look at the numbers and sometimes they they do well they go up and and sometimes it's like eh. But what I'm what I'm what I'm doing is I'm trying to leverage the the free stuff right. It's free for me to go into Facebook and share it with my, to share that, hey, here's a new episode and share it out with my, what they call war market, right? People that you're connected to, the people who, who you have a direct connection to in some way or fashion, form or fashion within the social media um, application. So you share it with them and then you ask them to share. Now, there can be some growth in that, but 
that's just a small scale. People pay money to understand algorithms, to understand how to get into the feeds of people in their in their Facebook pages, their Instagram pages, when they're on websites, you know, and they have different things that if the website has ads on them, how can those, how can your business or, you know, whether I'm just the podcast or whether it's the, the clothing business, how can I get that out there? There are ways to do it. Now you can learn and study it yourself or you can pay people, but the choice is yours. There's an investment either way. Either you're going to invest time, you're going to invest money, you're going to do both, but there's an investment. What's your excuse? What's my excuse? I mean, I've got a class that I'm getting ready to take um, on, on some of this social media marketing stuff. And, and I have people that I'm connected to and I'm going to leverage them as well. Because again, I'm about supporting, not only just supporting businesses, but you know, there's some, there are certain things you have to think about when you're doing things yourself, you have to balance out. Is this part of the process worth me doing or is it more cost effective in a better use of my time to have somebody else do that part of it while I focus on other things? It's strategic thinking. Some people are in a position where they have the finances to do a little bit of the, the kind of the third party work, giving, giving out, you know, um, some work out, kind of outsourcing some of that to other people. Some people are not in that place and they just have to go out there and do it themselves. Either way, there's an investment that's made. So if you're not getting to where you need to get to, you have to look at what are the what are the reasons? What are the what are those reasons? And then figure out how to eliminate those reasons or or talk to people who have been where you're trying to go or who are currently where you're trying to go and talk to them about some of their process. Again, that's investment. It's investing time. It's investing into a relationship. If it's a mentorship that you that you're seeking, it's gonna take time. I again going back to the Kanye story. He invested time earlier on, spending time with different people in their basements, in their studios, just absorbing what they were doing, going back and forth to them, telling letting them see what they what he's doing. He invested that time. He invested time learning how to produce beats, you know, spending his summers, you know, doing all he can to to, to to really hone in on his craft and that helped get his foot in the door. Then once he got his foot in the door, he kicked it wide open and built his own house at the door is, is a part of multiple doors are part of he's, he's building things. And you may not like him as an individual. You may not like some of the stuff he does, but you can't deny the fruit. You can't, he didn't make an excuse. He didn't make an excuse. He he believed his mom talked to him all the time when she was still living. She she gave him planted and she planted so many seeds of, of knowledge of self, just confidence into him, telling him he can be anything that he chooses to be and, and then helping to guide him into that. She invested into him saying, hey, you know, in the beginning of it, talked about how he got hooked up with his mentor and said she has some money. She said, here, he's got this. You know, he needs, he wants to be able to do beats and, and connected them together because he knew that, because she knew that's what he wanted to do. He was passionate about it. 
and and she was willing to invest or at least get him and make the connection so that he can put the effort in. That's the same thing we tell our kids. Like, look, we will invest in anything that we can that God gives us the ability to invest to invest in you guys as long as you're giving the effort. When it comes to basketball with my kids, I mean, my, my older two, they love basketball. And and so when, when they were, you know, when things came up, it was like, okay, look, we'll invest in training, we'll invest in AAU and all that stuff that comes with it if you're going to give the effort. Because we knew that, hey, it was something that they really believed in. And we believed in them enough to say that's what they wanted. Now, we could have made excuses like, oh, we don't have to spend this money and this, that, and other. And some people say, well, some parents don't, some kids don't have that ability. They don't have parents who are going to pay for them to do training and pay for them to, to do this travel and stuff with the AAU teams and all of that. And, and I get it. But when you have it, again, just because you have money for to pay for that stuff to get better, it doesn't make your story any less, any less, you know, great than others. But you do you use what you use your resources that you have, but there's no excuse to why you couldn't do it. If if anything, you have less 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 of an excuse to get out there and make things happen because you have resources that you can pull from earlier on in the process where some people don't. So you you're starting with somewhat of an advantage. So you have you know you can't say well I don't have the money you know if this was. 20, 30 years ago or 20 years ago when my wife and I first got married, would I be sitting here doing this podcast? Probably not because I wasn't in a position where I thought I, I, I wasn't in a position then to know what I know and to be able to, and to be clear enough in my head to, to know what I want to share. And I hadn't had the revelation that God gave me before I even started this. Would I have a clothing line? No. Their apparel company for billionaire flow would not be out because again, I hadn't had that. Again, I'm saying everything happens in due time. You know, that that came from a desire that, you know, I wanted to do an apparel line. And I was then praying, like I mentioned before, I was just praying to God. It was during a fasting period. And, you know, God gave me the name Billionaire Flow. And, you know, because I knew I wanted to do something with clothes. I was like, I want to start a t-shirt business and I wanted to expand it. And so God gave me billionaire flow. And now I've got billionaire flow. We've got airflow. Uh, we're getting ready to kick off, as I mentioned before, the marriage transparency diaries. There's so much, and there's other things. My wife is working on some things from her side um, to get her to a different place. And, and when I say get her, meaning things that she desires to do for the betterment of our family. Same thing with me. I, I'm I'm working on other things. So I'm not just sitting here doing this podcast just because, you know, I don't have anything else to do. I'm doing it because I do love reaching people. I love people listening. And so there's going to be, again, more things that I have to do and more time I've got to put into the marketing things. But the, 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 the content is still going to be pure. It's still going to be from my heart. It's still going to talk, continue to talk to people um, that are going to help to inspire and, and inform you to be the best that you're supposed to be. And that, that's really what it all comes down to. The question is, are you, what are you doing with the information you receive? Because we can't say that there's a lack of information. We can't say that, that things aren't known. This isn't back in the day where things were kept away from our people. I mean, some people now are just like, look, 
I would tell anybody this. I don't just, I don't think about telling people this. It's not that I'm hiding it. I'm just not that nobody's asked. Have you guys ever seen like the social, uh, some of the little uh, videos on social media where um, there's a, a young guy that walks up to people that's driving nice cars and say, hey, that's a nice car. What do you do for a living? And they tell them. And they may keep asking, well, how did you get into that? It's interesting because I've had people come to me and say, you know, come to me and they'll say, what do you and your wife do? When I moved into the neighborhood we're in now, you know, people ask, well, what do you do? Because I guess I'm young, younger than they are. And of course, being in this area I'm in and and being African-American and only one that's in this neighborhood, it's, it's also that piece of it. Right. But it just lets you know that people, people sometimes get inspired by the material thing. They want to hear about what you do from the material things. And that gives them the information. Right. And, And I go back to something that Dr. Mike Freeman said when he came to our church some years ago, he was like, give me the right information and I'll use that to draw my own inspiration. Like, I don't need people to inspire me. And, and when he said that, and I was like, that's good, you know, because getting information is good. And that's part of what this process is, but it's also to give the testimonies, to give the, the knowledge and, and to share inspirational pieces. So when I go back and I talk about the Kanye West story and how it inspired me, I knew about it, but to see it in the video form, the way it was put together in a documentary was so good. And then to hear the narration that was done by his friend, it just kind of put everything into a different perspective for me. And it was just like, man, you know, I went to sleep last night and, and it's funny because I watched it, you know, again, using technology because I'm telling you, we got to leverage this technology. I watched it on Netflix, but I didn't watch it on my TV. I watched it on my Oculus. So my, my VR headset, my Oculus Quest 2. So, and I didn't intend to do that, but I was like, hey, I'm on here. I was like, oh, the new episode is out. Let me just go ahead and play with this. And, you know, start doing things. But what am I doing? I'm not being afraid of utilizing technology to get to where I want to go. I'm not afraid to use technology to to push the boundaries of, of my knowledge. And, and that's where Kanye West was. He, he wasn't going to let uh, a, a traditional or social stigma that's been placed upon, you know, him as a as a man as a black man you know he wasn't going to let some kind of stereotype or box be put around him to be successful so how do you go from not making much to now being worth more than your mentors who kind of got you in the game you know jay-z was the first billionaire but kanye passed him So everybody gave flowers to Jay-Z like, oh, man, Jay-Z, Beyonce, you know, power couple, blah, blah, blah. Kanye shot right past him. But because of his. What people will see as controversial views, and and I don't agree with everything he says, so, you know, I'm not this isn't a cosign that Kanye is is the end all be all. But I'm acknowledging giving him his flowers now because he is a smart man. He is a genius. Does he have some some challenges that he has to work through that he's working through yeah but it's not about the and i'm not saying it's because of the money aspect because again the money isn't isn't the substance of it all it's the fact of just the continual 
positive affirmations that he spoke and that his mother spoke to him that he speaks about himself. He, he was like there, there's a point in there. He talks about being overconfident. He was like, well, how, how was that a bad thing? Like you being overconfident, you know, that it, it shouldn't be, that shouldn't be looked at as, as a negative. That should be a positive. I'm very confident in myself. Now, is there a difference between cocky and confident? Yes. And I think a lot of us talk about that. There's a difference between the two. But if you say somebody's overconfident, they just have an abundance of confidence. And he was like, you should be that way. You should be that way instead of being all huddled down and just like, oh, yeah, that's nice. If somebody comes to me and like, hey, Ricky, I like it. I like your podcast. I'm just like, oh, well, thank you. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm glad you like it. I like it too. Now, if I say that, you would step back. And that's kind of one thing Kanye said. He was like, yeah, people, people come in like, Kanye, your beats are great, blah, blah, blah. And he just kind of, kind of puts his head down and takes this kind of um, subservient kind of mode and tone. It's like, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, and it's not wrong being, it's not that being humble is bad, but it's like, but if he comes back and says, yeah, I, like, I love that beat too. I'm, I'm glad you like it. Cause I love it. And people look at him like, well, you created, you're not supposed to like, why would I love my own work? If I created a, a business, I should love that business. If I created with this podcast, I should love the podcast. If I don't love it, then why am I doing it? Why am I wasting time? What's the excuse? If you don't love your job, then what's your excuse for not leaving and finding something else? Or if you're tired of working, what's your excuse? What, what excuse do you have to not go and start figuring out ways to, to make other streams of revenue that would, that would take you, that would get you out of working your job? If you make $70,000 a year, look at how many streams of revenue and how much those streams bring in that will equal or surpass your pay that you can do without having to, to manage them, that they're working on autopilot. Think about that. What are things that, are, that, you, that you can do that are out there? And there's a lot of them. The question is, how much are you willing to invest to figure those things out? Who are you willing to invest in? People will get some money and they just say, I'm just going to give my money to this person and let them go run with it. And they get upset because they think somebody's taking their money because what they did was they just said, here, I want you to make me rich. And they go walk off and they don't put anything but investment in the money. They're just an investor at that point, but they have no skin in the game. You're not giving any kind of vision to what it is you want to do and what it is you desire to do. There, there's nothing that's put in there. I'm just, I'm just putting this out. I just want, I was just, I'm going to give you some money. I want, I want to start this business. And then people get mad when people start making money, doing things um, that they've built from the ground and they get mad. Like, why didn't you tell me about this? I could have, I could have got in with you. I would have put some money in, you know, everybody want to jump in and put money in, but you didn't want to do the, the hard work and the labor behind it. You just thought that you were entitled to be brought into this thing you know, because there's a connection. But but the excuse is you probably some of us were given opportunities to to start and form a business. You think about the people, let's just go back and think about the folks who were invited into the dorm room of Mark Zuckerberg before he started Facebook. He brought a group of people in and some people walked away. He gave them the ground ground level 
opportunity to get into it. They didn't see the vision. And that's fine. There's going to be people around us that's not going to see the vision, but you can't make an excuse that because other people didn't see your vision that you didn't make it happen. If that would have been the case, Kanye West would have still been just producing beats. He would have never gotten to fashion. He, I mean, he's, he's making more money off of his fashion deals than he's done in doing rap music. He's probably just using the rap to, you know, as a passion thing, but it's giving him money to fund his other businesses. So he doesn't have to rely on other people. He becomes his own bank or he figures out connections that where people are throwing money his way because they see how much he believes in himself and then how much he his belief in himself has grown his businesses. See, people will invest in you when they see that they're going to get their money back. When they see the hustle, they see the drive. People want to want to be a part of that. But if you're just looking for money without showing any proof of anything, then why would I want to give my, why would I want to invest in that? And some people will, they're going to charge you crazy interest because they don't believe. See, when people believe, they'll do it. That's why, that's why the cameraman for Kanye dropped what he was doing as a comedian. He was a comedian trying to grow his career. He did this film company on the side. He stopped what he's doing, what he did and followed Kanye because he believed in him. And from that, he was able to build a bigger career for himself. But he knew that that's what he needed to do at that time. So he sacrificed. He traveled, lived a lifestyle that, you know, most people would, a lot of people that want to be in that kind of world would live, would love. And he's the, he's better for it. He's thankful. And, and, and I think in a lot of ways, a lot of us will be thankful for it because when you see the finished work, it's like, man, I'm glad to be able to see that, like that whole process. It was interesting. It was it was inspirational. It was informational. Now the question is, what do I do from that? So the first thing I did from seeing that is coming here, come on this podcast. And I want to share that with you guys. And I want to ask, continue to ask, what is our excuse? What is the excuse? And then let's figure out how we can work on eliminating those excuses. At some point, we got to get to the place where it's like, okay, there, here's all the reasons why something might not work. Now, after you get through all of that, what's my reason for not moving forward? If it's a money thing, okay, what do I have to sacrifice to build up enough funds to go and pay for this class? If this is the class of some, or, or what does it take for me to reach out to another podcaster if, if you know, I want to be a professional podcaster to take it to another, what, what does it cost me to reach out to somebody and say, hey, would you be willing to mentor me in this? Or what would be the cost for this? Or, or, or you know, what classes did you take? Some, some people have classes. They say, hey, I took this class online. Go take this. This will give you everything you need. Some, sometimes it's just a website. Hey, go to this person. They tell you. I mean, I, and that's what I did. I did some research on podcasts. Um, I looked at a couple of things. Then I was I wound up being blessed with a class that was paid for on podcasting. That walked through, you know, setting up how to set up everything, get me get going. I'm like, that's that's God, right? But my excuse would have I could have took taken taken the excuse that, well, I don't want to spend money on this if I'm not going to make money. If you take that mindset and go and going into any business or anything about yourself where I'm not I'm not going to I don't want to spend any money because I may not get it back, then you're, you're probably not going to go too far. 
you're probably not going to expand because you got to be willing to take those risks. If you're going to bet on yourself, bet on yourself all the way. But you can't bet on yourself. And then when somebody says you got to put some money on yourself to do it and you, you renege on it, you're like, I'm not, I can't do it. I don't want to spend that kind of money. You can't be mad if somebody's like, well, I'm not putting my money on you. You're not willing to put up your own money and do what you got to do. I don't think I believe in you. You don't believe in yourself. What's the excuse, everybody? What's our excuse? What's your excuse of why you're not moving up in that career? Well, they said they're only going to hire somebody if they have a degree. Okay. How many credits were you? You went to college. How many credits shy were you? Okay. What's your excuse for not going back and, and just finishing it out? Take those last few credits, get the degree. If that's a requirement, have you talked to somebody to say, based off your experience, could you be promoted because you have the experience? You may not have the that one thing, but have you had a conversation to say, I've been, you know, been with this company, I've been doing this role for X amount of time. The only thing that I'm missing is that. Is that is that going to be a necessary game changer? Sometimes it's just asking a question. Sometimes it's just swallowing your pride and just saying, you know what? Let me ask them. Or is this like, no, they, I've been doing this. I'm gonna, they're gonna pay me. They're gonna give me my job, or I'm just gonna quit. Okay. If, if if that's what it takes and you get an opportunity somewhere else, but make sure that's what you're supposed to do because you might be bypassing so many blessings by trying to do that. So again, I, I'm speaking from the heart. I'm not bashing. And I hope nobody took this as bad being, and I'm bashing you. Um, again, this is one of those, this is one of those episodes where I cut myself up and I've got to patch myself back up. But it's important because, again, we're not going to flow in what God created us to flow in if we're not going to be willing to sit down and really take accountability for us, take accountability for the things that some of the things that why we're not where we're supposed to be. It's not the haters. It's, it's, there's no outside forces, but it, it's a lot of times it's us getting up an extra hour earlier in the morning or going to bed an extra hour later, a few, a few more hours a week working on something will get you closer to your goal. Sacrificing this or sac- for, for weight loss or getting your body to the right place. Sacrificing more time to, to, to get into a gym. We invest in so much other stuff, but we want to go and invest into a gym. Why? What's the excuse? You'll spend $200 on a pair of Jordans that drop every month. How much does a gym membership cost? Personal trainers. How much does a personal trainer cost? If it's worth your, if it's worth your health, you're investing in yourself. That's why I, I don't, I don't knock people for getting trainers. If you don't know how to do it, and you have the, and you look at it as as a necessary step for you to get to where you got to go, then do it. That's why these these businesses exist. Then once you learn it, then you've got something that you can take with you for the rest of your life, and possibly you might want to teach other people. I know several people that got into training people on how to exercise just because of their want and desire to get themselves right. And it became a passion. So they started teaching others, people that get into real estate, same thing. So my, my biggest takeaway is this, eliminate excuses. No excuses is, is going to get you to where you've got to get. Let's figure out how we can get, get rid of those excuses. Sometimes it's just looking in the mirror and saying, I'm my biggest excuse. It's nobody else. It's me. I didn't pick up the phone and call that person. I didn't take the time to pull up Google and type in what I was looking for and then doing the research. 
I'm tired. I, I, I mean, and, and sometimes you are going to be tired. There's times where like last night I told, I got done studying for what I'm studying for. I'm taking all these tests and trying to understand all these questions and all this stuff that I've been doing. And I just tell my wife, like, man, you know, I'm, I'm tired. Like my brain is fried and she's studying too for what she's working on. And it was just like, okay, but I didn't go right to sleep. I, I, I wound up watching. You know, I was like, let me play. And like I said, let me play on the Oculus, played on that. And it was like, man, okay, this is cool. Watching the Kanye uh, story. And it was like, this was, some, this was my purpose for staying up and watching this. And I watched the whole thing. I didn't go to bed at one thirty. And people would say, well, you just sat there and watched. Like, no, I got some information and inspiration. And I did. And so now it's continuing to build from that. Got to get action items. Some of us won't even take the time to even do a vision board to, to get a visual representation of what we, what we desire. And, and, and the funny thing about it is there are people who are not spiritual, not religious, and they do a vision board because they believe the power of seeing something, speaking to it, and then getting it from there. You hear it all the time. Put it in, I'm going to put it in the atmosphere. The whole the, the secret movie that was out years ago, for those that remember that, The Secret. And all it was was based off of whatever you put out in the atmosphere, that's what the atmosphere is going to return. Whatever energy you put out there, that's the energy you attract. All those things, they're, they're, they're based on biblical principles, whether you attach, attach a biblical principle to it or not. But they're universal principles that will work for everybody. And this is another Apostle Howard um, thing. But universal principles that will work for everybody if you work the principle. So I'm going to leave you with his quote that he always says, and I use it all the time. Excuses are a misuse of your imagination. Again, excuses are a misuse of your imagination. Are you eliminating excuses so that your imagination can take you to where you need to go? It's not a money. It's not about money. It's not about time. It's about you, me, sacrificing, having faith in ourselves, being confident in ourselves that the dream or vision that we received, the desires that we have, knowing that God is going to take care of those things if we work the principles. And that's what air, that's what the air, that's being an air, that's what being an air is all about. That is what it is. So again, I, I I want everybody to understand we have the ability to create anything that we desire to create within us. Anything that God has given us the tools for all that stuff. And we have it, but it's but we have to have faith in him. We've got to have faith in us. But having faith without exercising that. Is, is pointless. There is no faith if you don't exercise it. You have to put in the work, whether it's but through prayer, through just believing, through speaking it out of our mouths as an action, and then taking the action, the actionable steps to get to where we need to get to. That is where we've got to go. And we'll see that once we get going, things just happen. That's why you see the testimony, hear t- different testimonies about people who just said, you know what? I'm going to trust God on this. I'm going to jump out there. Steve Harvey said, I just jump. And a lot of people just like, who is Steve Harvey? How is he? Who is he to give advice? Well, he's a man who's experienced a lot. And he realized I got to this point. It wasn't because of me. I had to do something personally just to get there. I had to use my faith and say, all right, God, let's do it. I had to invest in me. You don't hear you see Steve Harvey taking pictures and people give him a hard time about what he wearing all these fancy clothes and 
always posting stuff and these nice vacations and all these nice things, but people don't weren't there when he was driving around the comedy comedy clubs, living out of his car. You know, you just hear Steve Harvey does this. Nobody does that with Tyler Perry. Everybody's like Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry's this and that in a negative way, but they don't remember. They don't know when Tyler Perry was, you know, struggling, writing plays and living out of his car. I remember watching his first couple of plays and was like, man, I don't know if this is going to work, but it was funny. And even if you don't like the material he does now, you think some kind of way about him. Look at the fruit of what he did because he believed in himself, even when other people didn't. And then when his belief in himself got other people believing in him and wanting to invest in him. The man owns his own studio now. And major motion pictures are being made there. That's information and inspiration. And that's what this podcast is for, to give you that. So, again, I love you all. I pray that this episode is something that just gets you, get something riled up in your spirit. If it, not, not to say that you may not have needed. You may have just been like, hey, I'm just here to support. I, I ask you, if you listen, to share this out. Share the platform. Share airflowpodcast.com. Share facebook.com forward slash airflow podcast. Share out billionaireflow.com, the, 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 our, our apparel company. Share it, like it, subscribe. We're on YouTube at Airflow Podcast. Check us out. I'm, I'm asking you to share that, get that information out there because, again, there are people who need to hear this. Now, I'm going to do my part, right? So that, that's where the excuse com- part comes in. I can't. I can't ask you guys to do something that I'm not willing to do. So I've got to eliminate the excuses. I've got to spend the money for the marketing part of it. But I'm asking for your help too. Because again, together we can build and, and we're going to continue to build and continue to learn, continue to grumble and continue to inform and, and give, give information that will help you guys draw your own inspiration. And the goal is for all of us to grow and to really do the one thing that I always say, and that's flow and flowing everything that God has created and purposed us to be and do. So with that, I love you guys go out there, continue to build, continue to eliminate all excuses, take the actionable items you need to get to that next place. And when you're doing that, I guarantee you, you will be flowing, flow on.